Hey yo. Without further ado, let's get started. Hey. 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 Hey, 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 we bite, we bite, we bite, hey, we bite, what you, what you, what you, hey. One of these days, I'm going to put some bars over this. I know. Uh, what do we do? Let's get started. Hey, hey, hey. What it look like? We bite. Ooh. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We, I've been waiting to say that so long because I've been yearning and earning to get back on this mic. I feel like I won't run that back. You think one one time is enough? I mean, if you want to run it back again, you can run it back. Can I run it back one more time? This is your show. All right, one more time. One more time. Without further ado, let's get started. Hey. hey. We live, we back, we live, back, get it, get it, get it. Hey, hey. Yeah, you gotta be careful, don't move too much. Hey, 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 hey. Let's get started. with you guys and it feels so good to be back it Reunite feels so weird and it feels because so I, <laughs> I i just i don't know i can't even put it into words right now to be honest with you how are you sharing it i don't know i just click share where did you click share it um so i was on the podcast and then I saw the share option. <laughs> <laughs> I can't leave the page. I gotta stay. That's on. okay. I gotta stay on it. We 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 we're happy to be back with you guys, man. Um, I feel a little out of touch and out of tune. It's I do kind, too. It's kind of like they say: if you don't use it, you lose it. Mm-hmm. And the last time we recorded was October. It was in September. No, because we closed September. No, we close October. October what? 21st? The first week, I think. You sure? Well, oh, you're, you're right. September. I last think time, it was September. The last time we were on the mic, on the camera with you guys, it was September. So from September to now January of oh, 2021. You're absolutely right. Yep. Because we closed on our <laughs> new house at the end of September. Right. So we couldn't go live. Right. And then we had to transition here. Right. Yes. Okay. Makes sense. So we have not been back on this mic since September. And it is weird, nerve-wracking, exciting, all of the above. But 
as you guys can see, we have been working because we are now in our new little setup. Yes. Hopefully you guys like the new setup, trying to throw something together, make it look more inviting and welcoming and yes. cozy and spacious. <laughs> you know, she always liked being up on my shoulder, but she can't now because she has to remain still. As much as possible. As much as possible because she is still recovering. So if you see old stiff neck Susie over here, you, <laughs> you know why she is the way she is because mm -hmm. she is still recovering. How you doing with that, honey? I am doing okay. I have, uh, I'm frustrated at moments because I'm used to doing what I want to do when I want to do it. Um, and I just can't. Um, right. and that's just really frustrating. Um. Just to endure those moments, but um, what about your pain level? My pain level, um, it's inconsistent. Mm. At some points of the day, it depends on you know what I'm doing. It'll be like at a nine, and then other right. moments of the day, I'll be like it'll stay like at like a three, four. Yeah. Um, but well, if you guys don't know, just to update you, what we're talking about, uh, last month. The month before last. November, November 13th, 13th on Friday the 13th. My <laughs> wife, my beautiful wife, as she was, you know, being the good mother and wife that she was, she uh, took a moment um, to run up to the grocery store to get dinner. Yeah. And as she was on her way back, while she was stopped letting a car that was the two cars in front of her make a turn, a fire truck rear-ended her yeah. and actually threw her completely off of the road thankfully she wasn't flipped but the uh the entire back side of the van was pushed in the van had to have been total lost it was bad uh and it was nerve-wracking for me because i actually was on the phone with her while it was happening and i just heard her scream i heard the phone drop and i i went into panic and i was actually leaving work so i was putting my stuff in my locker to leave and I was screaming her name, and I couldn't hear anything. And you know, I, I hung up and tried to call back and call back. And finally, I don't know if she answered or the fire guy that got out the truck answered the phone. No, I got it. But um, she said I was just in an accident. I got got off the phone, and I sped as fast as I could to get up here. <laughs> but you know how when you are in an accident or something very traumatic, really quick, your adrenaline's so high. So yeah. she didn't feel anything. And even though the ambulance was there, she was like, I didn't I don't want to go I'm like, babe, I think you need to go. You need to get, you know, checked out. And it took them a little while to get the police report and everything done. And as she was waiting, the pain started to set in. Yeah. And, uh, you know, she was shooting pains in the whole nine yards. They got her checked and come to find out it was a pretty serious injury to her neck and her shoulder. But um, nothing was broken. Thankfully. Um, it's just... um inflammation in my uh, muscles in my trap muscles on my left shoulder and inflammation around three cervical muscles around three of vertebra vertebrates in my neck yeah so we we had to get, get, take the time thankfully while we were off the break we had the time um, um, to just let her do what she had to do recover heal physical therapy doctor visits and it's still going on but thankfully everything is Yay. on the up and up I'm here. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> thank thank God, because you never know a split moment. You know, you're here and then you could be gone. That's why you have to treasure every moment that we have. You know, um, on top of that, of course, we talked about the house. Yep. In the house, loving the house. I think we bit off a little bit more than what we can chew. <laughs> 
because I don't want to clean this thing. Even don't want to clean this thing, and we're tired of yelling at the kids, but it got to get clean. So one of the biggest pet peeves of mine have been just keeping the house in order. I think we've been doing an okay job right now. Yeah. But having five kids and the space and the amount of stuff that we have going on, it's just, it's a lot. It is a lot. And they want a dog. We not getting no dog. I ain't getting no dog right <laughs> now. It just, I can't. I got five of them. They call kids. They'll be all right for right now. <laughs> funny. Um, and also another uh, family update is in October, October 1st, actually, we found out that our daughter, Ava, her scoliosis got really bad. Um, in 2018, um, we saw a little curve on her back in a checkup, but it wasn't until this year that the curve is almost 50%. So if you saw pictures around us on Christmas time, Ava may have had on her back brace, um, but she is going to be braced up throughout her teenage years. Yeah. Um, the other option was to was surgery, which was to, you know, realign her spinal cord. Um, so that took an emotional toll on the both of us of, you know, our daughter and her doctor's appointments and just seeing her spine. We may share a picture later. Ava said she didn't mind. Yeah, um, she made jokes. Yes, they call her squiggly, squiggly back, back at school. <laughs> when she, I mean, I'm just happy that she's able to make endure and make light of it. Yeah. Because when we show you guys a picture of what her, what her spine is doing, it's, it's kind of breathtaking to know that that's how my baby back is. Exactly. And, um... We're more stressed out than she is right now. Yeah. I just, I love her courage and her strength that she shows to be 13 years old. Yeah. It's, it's encouraging. But as a parent, you still worry about your kids. And I'm trying to save face when not show her how, how stressed I am while she's showing how courageous she is. So it's, and you know, it's, it's refreshing to see a kid, you know, balance serious things. And it's a moment of reflection because it's like as much as we want to continue to worry about things, sometimes you just really just have to look at it optimistically. Right. You know, glass half full, not empty approach, and just take life for when it comes at you and do the best you can. And she is the epitome of that. And I'm, I'm really proud and really happy for her. Yeah. So, you know, we're, just, we're trying to update you guys on everything because we haven't talked to you for a while. Um, but let me take this moment and say thank you to everybody in the group in the group you guys kept the group going, going. um some conversation starters sabrina regina d mcfadden cobra grant we know that's horace uh tyrant <laughs> you said you're gonna say her government I mean, his government that's her. i don't know no cobra <laughs> i know horace tyrant gain Zavano norton uh veranda smalls Octo octavia cohen um, thank all of you guys and all of you guys that fed into the conversations as well, keeping the group going while we dealt with our family issues. And others that we may have missed. Yes, and just starting conversations, keeping the book live. Um, I thought that was awesome. I, I really do. I, I love conversations. I love engaging. I love to hear multiple perspectives. And that brings me to this point. <clears throat> please, please, please share the the group with your friends we have to improve the invites regardless, but we we need more stimulating conversations. We need more perspectives. And, you know, I, I, I like when when I can have a room full of people that agree with me, but it's better for your evolution of a person to have multiple perspectives to be able to challenge what you believe, to be able to grow what you believe. And maybe you can do the same thing, vice versa with them. But it takes a multiplicity of people engaging and, and stimulating conversations for that to happen in order to get that please share 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 
get this group popping, get it big, get it flourished so we can keep the conversation going. And we're going to have some very creative things that we're going to be doing, you know, in the group yeah. as far as, you know, giveaways, cash prizes, things like that. All of those things are coming. All of those are coming. One, because number one, we love people. Mm-hmm. That's always going to be the forefront of why we do what we do. And number two, we want to show the level of appreciation, um, especially in these times with Corona. Everybody, you know, needs a, a, a hand. And, you know, we, we've been blessed and we've been, you know, fortunate not to say that we've arrived, but we, we're doing OK to be able to show appreciation to those that show appreciation and support to us. So, you know, just a way to say we love you. We thank you. And, you know keep on rocking with us yeah and this group is our group because we created it but it's our group as in you guys that are part of the conversations uh, we wanted to create a another space another outlet so that we can talk about just life itself so, rather yeah. it's it's relationship rather it's you know um situations that happen in life you know that's why we call the love life legacy podcast um i like I like coming and being a part of groups that are sincere in their conversation mm-hmm. They talk about real life issues and problems. And it's a mature audience, you know, yes. and when I'm a part of some other groups, it's just some people just get real tacky. They do. It's like, okay, this is just a topic. If you don't agree, don't agree, but we can agree to disagree and keep moving on. And I just wanted that space of me and my peers, people that, you know, that, you know, that can come together, have those nice, raw, candid conversations. Just to recap on last year. Now we can say last year. Oh, man. <laughs> you know wow. how Jonathan was very honest and transparent about the infidelity in our marriage. You know, you can go into other marriage groups and they talk as if the the conversation or the issue is above them or around them. But how we just like to talk about and expose different things in our life because we're right. real people with real problems. problems. And if we seek to be a part of authentic conversations, then we are willing to put ourselves out there to continue those authentic conversations. And we want to encourage other people to have those authentic conversations Conversations. because like Jonathan would attest to, that's a, that's a part of healing. Yes. That's a part of dealing with it, creating accountability, finding those that are like-minded like you and things like that. So it's not just our group as an Eva and Jonathan, it's our group as in all of our members and things like, and people that want to be a part of nice, mature, honest conversations. We're going to be looking at doing events soon and just creating different um, opportunities of fellowship and networking. There's a lot to come um, and we're going to create the time to do those things. And like you said, babe, just kind of piggyback off what you you said. It's a Uh part of healing. You know, my, one of my favorite quotes from the best rapper alive, Jay-Z, you can't heal what's not revealed. Pretty much. You know, so you have to, you have to have these conversations because it's a, it's therapeutic. It's a form of healing and having a space where you said this, Mm-hmm. where mature people yes. can have candid conversations and respect each other's perspective and yeah. space is important. Let's be real. I don't know what everybody got going on in their life, but you are looking at two working professionals that have two jobs full time that we rely on to support us and our family. We can't do any and everything on social media. Mm-hmm. Right. Not and, and even to add on to that, not only just pertaining to our, our jobs, but our character 
and our integrity is very important. So, yes, we may joke, we may laugh because, again, we're mature adults and some things you can you can get away with and have fun and hee hee ha ha it. But we we have to be mindful with how far we actually push the line. Yeah. And that's something that you always is reminding me about because I I can go a little far sometimes. (laughs) Farther than me. (laughs) Yeah, I can. You know, this is ultra conservative. This is semi conservative. here. Pretty much. But at the same time, we understand that if you don't have these conversations that are taboo or that people may deem as, you know, you need to keep it in the closet, then you can never come to the fruition of self. And we are on a journey of self-discovery. Yes, we and are. it's our job and our desire to help anybody that we can to be on that same role of self-discovery because you want to be the best versions of yourself. How do you get that without you talking and without you healing and without you growing and without you evolving. Yeah. So we created that that group, that space to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And, and just that was a great segue. Okay, oh, can, can 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 I give myself one of the Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> He's so silly. I didn't want to do that. Um, but that was a great segue because you know, a part of the relationship standpoint, one other taboo conversations that we're bringing to the forefront is in the form of our book called Hoodwinked, Hoodwinked, the burden of religion. I wish I which could put this the cover. book cover. We'll oh. post the book cover later, but we are so excited that our book is really this time in the final stages of editing. Shout out to our editor, Amy Kocheck, with your story. Is it your story writing services? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Your, okay, your story writing services. Can I do another one? Okay. Yes. Also to Sheree Moore for her guidance in her um her uh self publishing coaching. Um we are using her uh, self publishing um uh, three step formula in that process. Uh, we just wanna just thank those people who we have shared with, had conversations with about Hoodwink. Yes. Um because Hoodwink is real and it's about our journey. It's about our journey through religion and coming out of organized religion. Um, still very spiritual people. Still believe that there is a God. Of <laughs> I mean, it's just so much. I don't it's so give, much to unpack. I don't want to give you guys the book, but the book is really candid about the things that we went through. Um, it's not bashing anybody. It's mm-hmm. not tear no church apart. I don't mm-hmm. want the, we're not messy people, but no. it is a genuine a view of our lives and our perspective and how we got in and the reason why we got in and also the reasons why we got out, out and how we found the true love of God outside of religion and we are uh uh honoring God and finding out who we are on the journey of self discovery. Um most people down. get most people get involved in religion to find themselves to find a better version of who they are and uh, to reap the benefits of heaven and all those types of things. Um, A lot of it get misconstrued along the way because people have in religious ranks have their own agenda. Um, It's not necessarily done intentionally. I don't blame any religious person or pastor or teacher or preacher for doing what they do. But most of the things that we have, and even us as ministers, prior ministers of the gospel, did things simply because it was traditional and we just had to come out and break certain chains of those traditions um to find out our version of truth big can, can i can i pause can i pause and do one of these for you you so crazy great breakdown honey great, i'm trying absolute great breakdown you can get one of them real quick you so crazy 
Donovan got these buttons now. He don't know what to do. He just couldn't wait. I swear, I, I love the sound effects. But no, you did a great job breaking that down. And I know it's, it's taboo and a lot of people are not going to want to hear it. Very taboo. I, I get it. Trust me. But it's our story. It is. This podcast is just one platform that's uh, surrounding the Love Life Legacy. Is it music? We still working out those kinks, but it's creatives. Okay, love life legacy creatives. We are creatives, so you know a fact of a faction of it is you know our coaching sessions. Um, the other one is going to be our put, coaching services, services, our books. We have other books to come. Jonathan Trump. is starting already started his. Uh, I don't want to call it a sequel because it's not a sequel to Hoodwink, but his second book. Yeah, my second book um, that's going to be directed to men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. This. So we're going to continuously create and yeah. just share from our life's experiences. And I think it's just going to be great. So, really yes, do. it's the Love Life Legacy Creatives. And we have the podcast and we have other materials. We will have some merchandise coming soon and things like that. Big facts. Now, oh, also with that, we want to go ahead and give a celebratory update because we've been working, even though you guys haven't been seeing us and hearing us. Uh-huh. So not only are we going to be live on Facebook, um, Instagram is also going to be coming. But you also now can tune in and catch our podcast yes. on multiple platforms. Yes. We're talking about Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spotify. Google Podcasts, yes. Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Republic. We out here, bro. We out here. I'm so excited. I was like, we, I, I was, I was trying to figure out how exactly we could get our podcast on these podcasting platforms uh-huh. because there are a lot of DSPs out here, and I thought you had to um, do it one by one by one by one. But thanks to the good fellers and ladies at Anchor, they're able to dis- distribute it out to all the platforms once we upload it after we edit it and all that so you guys can actually go and catch the episodes if you can't stay on the live on one of these platforms let's run that list one more time we're talking about apple podcast spotify google podcast breaker pocket cast and radio republic we right. are on all of them um and i'm super excited i've tested them in trial runs to see exactly how it works how yeah. it looks we it's it works perfectly we on there uh you'll see me and eva face on there all you got to do is type in the love life legacy podcast and we will come up and we have uh preloaded our old episodes and all the new ones will also be on there as well so i'm really excited about i'm that. excited about that too another thing that i'm excited about is february 8th would be our year anniversary yeah, so we are coming up on our first year. Um, it's been a year. It's, it's been it's, a year. It's been really, it was really good. Um, talking about, we we were talking about doing this thing for a while. And then it was like, we're going to do it, we're going to do it, we're going to do it. And it was one Sunday. Eve was like, well, let's just do it then. And I was like, well, how are we going to do it? Because in my mind, I'm, I'm Everything got to be... Everything. He wanted this on the first day. Big facts. And we recorded in his truck. Yes, we did. Mm-hmm. And we announced it. And when you put something, this is a life lesson. When you put something out there and you just start it, there is a level of accountability that comes with that. It takes you out of the scope of you projecting, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. 
you just got to start it and then figure it out along the way. Um, that pressure came because we said we were going to do it. We hit that live button on the phone in my truck and we did it. We did. And yeah, I started, you know, researching and investigating and, you know, we, we're not all the way where I would like to be. But we getting close. But we getting close. That's right. We making it do with the best that we that we can until we can get there, and uh, we gonna be fine. Babe, fix your face. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm having a spasm. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, y'all. I'm so sorry. Don't make we me at, laugh. We was at an event um, that her cousin put on for the kids, where she did a magnificent job. Yeah, shout out the tie. Yeah, backyard, um, movie night. She did a night. movie night for them right before Christmas. Yeah, it was food out there. They had popcorn. They You could roast marshmallows or open fire. She had the little chairs you could sit down. Them kids ain't been sitting down. <laughs> it was too much sugar and too much stuff going on for them kids to sit down. It was up, right? Yeah. So <laughs> I, got, I got there a little late, and our oldest daughter, Jayla, called, her, called me over. She said, Dad, please go get Mama. I said, what's wrong? She said, Mama is scaring these people with her face. <laughs> her face. Said, oh, what it is mean? wrong. She said, look at her. She just in pain. She will not sit down. She need to chill out. Just sit down. She's scaring people with her face. Now, mind you, all she was doing was walking. That was it. That was literally it. Because I had to, um, Elena and John John wanted the roast marshmallows. So right. I was yeah, to watch my kids by the fire. fire. So. But her face was like it was just now. And she was like, Mama, you are scaring these people with your face. I thought it was so funny. But she she goes in and out of, you know, having these spasms. And, you know, she's trying to manage and deal the best way she can with it. But it'll yeah. take time. In time. It'll take time. So you got anything else you want to get as far as updates, honey? Um, no, I think that was good. Um, I think we did a good recap of where we are oh we got comments oh i miss all the comments yeah we miss all of it hey what's going on megan Megan. thanks she said y'all looking good thanks sis as she said how you feeling we kind of recapped that already yeah and yeah chocolate what's going on prayers and blessings to the fam thanks thank you thanks we appreciate that we miss all of them oh my bad (laughs) thank you guys but yeah, so it all's going well. So uh, one of the uh, most hot topics that's been going on in the group off and on is the Kevin Samuels guy. Oh yeah. Um, and I want to go ahead. Our group is is women heavy, right? Men are there. They men, just don't talk. Men are there. We brothers. I need y'all to talk a little bit more. Kudos to the brothers that actually hold the conversations down. It's it's women heavy because women y'all interact a lot more. I apologize now <laughs> and I will continue to apologize for co- constantly sharing Kevin Samuels. But I think I'm going to continue to share this brother on the group. And this for good reason. Number one, I don't particularly agree 100% with this brother's perspective all the time. But a lot of people do. But a lot of people do. And he has a large following. I actually thought after he went viral, his followers on YouTube was going to go up more than what it did. It really didn't go up that high. Regardless, he's still shared. He's out there. His name's out there. He's on Clubhouse having conversations all the nine yards, right? Um, but it's in, it's entertaining to hear his perspective and be able to dialogue around it. So I'm going to continue to share it. Um, ladies, y'all just going to have to deal with that for a little bit because um, I like his perspective. Again, we're trying to grow and we're trying to evolve. 
But with that being said, the brother sound hurt, man. <laughs> something's wrong. Some something's wrong. Now, the little bit of history that I found out about him is, you know, he has his own businesses. He is a, a certified coach, um, or whatever. But he is a divorcee. He is the divorced man, which means he once was married, um, and now he's not. I want to know if I could talk to him one on one. What happened? That's what I want to know because there's some underlying things going on there. He sounds scorned. He does. He sounds like he hate women. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he he really does. He sounds he sounds like he's like really hurt. Um, I'm interested in his family background, his trauma. I'm I'm just interested in it all. I am. Uh, he, we was listening to a. a Two videos yesterday that were sent to me the to gain perspectives from, and it, you know, it, number one, he doesn't listen well. You don't. You you gotta listen to hear and understand, not listen to give a response. And he just listens to give a response, not really wanting to help, but to prove a point. Not just to give any response. He he listens to shoot you down. Right, because he's trying to prove a point. Yeah, and you can't sit there and allow people to call into your show that really want help and all you really want to do is prove a point and he's coming from a man's perspective and he's saying a lot of things that a lot of men actually want to say but just don't want to say it or not brave enough to say it that's because there's a lot of men that support this brother and mind you i don't mind some of his angles with certain things, and I will share. I mean, with, even a lie got some truth to it sometimes. That so, is true. So it's not impressive to me when he does come up. It's his delivery. Like, I think you used the word yesterday, he's not tactful. He's not at he's, all. I don't feel like he actually loved the, like, loved people. I don't feel mm -hmm. as though that, um, that he's insincere in his role of wanting to help people. Right. I just think that he just promotes himself off of shooting people down, and that becomes entertainment. Exactly. Because he, even yes. like when, when that other, sorry for cutting you off. No, go ahead. But even in the, the first video that I think um, Horace shared when he was telling the girl that at best she's a five or something like that. Okay, I did a little chuckle because, you know. Well, she said that. Well, but he, he set her up for that. He said choose a number from and one to ten. she couldn't choose seven. And she couldn't use seven. Yeah. What was wrong with that? Everything. Nah, I ain't no But anyways. Yeah, you know, she shouldn't have this expectation some of y'all guys said or whatever. But at the same token, I disagreed with that whole setup. I even only like the fact that she even asked him for that type of advice. Me and you disagreed on this one because sure I did. actually was on his side with this yes, one. Yes, I was This not. is the video that he, that uh, went viral where he went viral um, telling you know her that you know she was average at best. She and wanted a millionaire or a six-figure six fig okay. income guy. And my she thing, made okay. six figures. She did. But you have to... Un okay, he was talking about, based on her geographical location, where she was at, the type of men, being that he's familiar with her area, what they're looking for in a woman. Uh -huh. And she didn't fit the bill. He and she said, had a kid. Yeah, and she was middle-aged, 35, with a kid. Hey, I'm almost 35. Yeah, but you've been married age. for 14 years to the same guy who all your children come from. You you were different. You're in a different lane. And that's why uh, Cobra, Cobra Grant, our, our brother, <laughs> told you this ain't your conversation. 
<laughs> I feel like I need to stand up for this my sister not your because that was wrong. No, it's not. Yeah, it was wrong. Okay, why why couldn't her perspective have been wrong? Why is it okay for her she to, could have that expectation. He asked her the question, what's wrong with you having an average guy? She said, and this was disrespectful, and this is what I did not like. She said that she feels like she is better than to accept an average guy. Right, because she's not talking about looks. The, uh, no, she's talking about financial finances. Yes. And that is why he said... Based on where you are and the type of men that I know you're looking for, you don't fit the bill. Is she average? Is her income average? The that, average income is about forty-seven thousand dollars. He said, "Men that are six figures plus don't care about you making six figures. Some men do. No, he no, can't no. Speak for An all average men. man does. You're right, and that's why he said." You may be just qualified for average. No, and she did not like. He nah. cannot put that on her. He cannot I, say what I, she qualifies for because he doesn't represent all men. Well, he, well, at that moment. He was just on. talking about her and this, body. And this, no, he wasn't. Yes, he was. He was talking about not only her body. He was talking about, you know, her face. And he was also talking about her all attitude and her mindset. Mm -mm. It's not all superficial. Now, if I, if the brother had said. Well, you will never get a man. You not, you know, based on your attitude, you're that's always going to be single. No, see, that's the problem that's that I have I with y'all. Y'all hear what y'all want to hear. This brother was trying to get this woman to understand that you may just need to adjust your standards. That's not just a what little he bit. was saying. Oh he was saying God. you're a five at best. And because <sighs> in this demographic area, these guys can get younger women with better bodies and better looking faces that you do not meet the requirements to get the type of man that you're asking for. Bruh. Really? Yes. Okay, should I do it again? Bruh. <laughs> no. That's what he said. That's not what he was saying, okay. but that's what y'all hear. And, the, and this, this goes to a little bit of why I see why he has an attitude and comes off the way he does with women. Mm -mm. It's because really y'all are low-key crazy y'all no. y'all hear what y'all want to hear no we hear the truth no y'all hear y'all don't we hear, hear what you are trying to imply y'all don't hear what why a couldn't he just say honey sis i hope you get what you're looking for because that is not what okay he number one he is okay with saying the things that most guys want to say but are afraid to say so you want to he say that. that so you want to say what he said to a sister out here Hold that on. has that this also goes into me saying hey that mike thank you what's going on brother said, glad to see you here from y'all again oh yeah glad to be back brother thank you for the support man um but this goes on to me saying that he is not tactful enough so how would you have said the same <laughs> thing? this is what i would say if i was in his shoes this is at the point in the conversation where he said well what's wrong with 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 an average guy and she would have gave her retort and then i would have came back and said well sis i don't mean any disrespectful when i say this but your perspective may be flawed just a little bit and this is what i mean by this it's okay to want what you want and yes you might very well get that but you would also have to leave yourself open and available for the quote-unquote average guy because love has no bounds now, I know that it's okay for you to want that six figure, but what you may need may come in a guy that does not make six figures. You would have to ask yourself this question.
do you deserve what you want or do you deserve what you need? Okay, I can take that. Soon I'm, so the delivery. But that, but even in your delivery, I did not get the energy, the feel, the whatever in what he said. I still don't feel as though that you replicated his intent and his verbiage. Oh no, I I did I because I'm I use tact, and that's it's all in the approach. It's all in the delivery, and the one of the best analogies that will forever stick with me comes from the Cosby show and I use this as an example oh, all the, the trash time. Can top? The trash can top. That's a good one. What's her name was Denise, right? One of them. Can't remember her name. But she Vanessa? she married a guy and then Vanessa and rolled up in the house and say, "Hey, oh, she engaged. Sorry, yeah, she got she engaged. engaged. I'm engaged. Love us. Celebrate with us." And they all had a problem and Bill Cosby had a candid conversation with the brother at the kitchen table. Mm-hmm. And she, he asked him, what's your favorite meal? What about steak with low potatoes, gravy, low onions on the side? Yeah. He said, do you see it? Can you taste it? He said, now what if I were to take that meal, and put it. it on a trash can top, and give it to you? He wouldn't want it. He wouldn't want it. Mm-hmm. He said, well, that's how you guys brought this news to us. Right. And that was so pivotal for me when I first saw it being a little boy because I understood at that moment that it's all about the presentation. Sometimes your intent can get lost if your presentation is trash. That's facts. And that is what I see with this brother when I hear him. His intent is great. I'm like, I won't say intent. Oh yeah, I, would, I do want to say okay. His, mm, his that's why I say I intent. I wouldn't say intent. Okay. I don't know his perspective, meaning how he process it may be good. Right. But when he regurgitates it, it's wrong. Yeah. Again, he just needs to work his. And the reason why I know this for a fact is because. We have been talking and coaching people for a long time, right? And I have made a lot of mistakes. Mistakes with dealing with people and the advice that I've given About that has years. kept me up at night. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Stressed one. me out. We both have been because we dropped the ball and delivering it wrong, harshly, and we never want to give advice that would steer people the wrong way. So we have had or to be misinterpreted it. or be misinterpreted. So yeah. we've had a little practice at this. And we've understood at the end of the day, people are going to do what they want to do. But if you're coming to us for advice, it, it is important how we deliver that advice. And we give you a broad enough perspective where you can choose at the end of the day what's right for you. And that's what I felt like Kevin Samuel doesn't do. He doesn't leave room for people to choose. It's like it's his perspective or none. True. He did not leave it to where it is, like I said, or how you end it. You know, I hope you find what you want. want yeah. But here is an alternative perspective. It right. is like, you five at best. <laughs> you ain't getting it. You stupid. Tired of dealing with y'all females. Y'all don't listen. It's so straight, condemning. Straight going, the, the cursing yeah, out. And like, I'm like, whoa. Like hold he on. has no respect hold for females. Hold on. Hold on. And I'm like, okay, number one. You know, protect all women, especially our black women. I will I will be the firmest advocate when it comes to that. Number one, I'm married to a black woman and I have four black daughters. That was that will always be something that I ride on. Right. So you have to be careful with how you use your mouthpiece against our women, period. 
they're not i mean mind you it's already a stigma that goes along with being a black woman in this country and you don't need to reinforce these stigmas by you know putting them in positions that could perpetuate stigmas if you come left they're going to go far left so why put them in positions for them to perpetuate that stigma now, for the women that really just don't know how to mind their mouths, that's another conversation, and that's some more evolution and growth that they're going to have to do. But we can help by, by assisting the dialogue and, and the energy that we put out and watch how we talk and treat our women. And he just, like yesterday, that video, and he, he just was went, rude. Bro, if I had my sound effects, this is all you would hear. <laughs> <laughs> I love these sound effects. He was hitting them left and right when he got angry. And then come to find out that if he would have just asked the right questions, the he, right provoking questions. The, and that's what a real coach, coach does. does. And it's like, well, how are you coaching these people? And just to piggyback on something you said, I don't think that a woman either uh, should be disrespectful and to just go off the hand at a man and get him honey and inspect a man to just be able to take it because he's supposed to be a man preaching now so you know i have to defend my brothers in that you know because you know i have messed up a few times you know yeah (laughs) (laughs) better (laughs) but but at the same time yeah you know you know protect our our brothers you know protect our sisters and our sisters we have to protect our brothers the same way we don't want to be provoked into the stigma that we're this angry black woman we don't want to put them into the stigma as that they are a low-life male that can't control their temper and you know all those types of things as well the feeling should be mutual. mutual that's a fact yeah. We got to work together, man. This is a teamwork. So, you know, kudos to the brother doing, you know, his thing. He has many followers, you know, and in all honesty, he may be trolling, but I don't think he is. I think this is genuinely who he is. But if our good brother, hometown hero in my eyes, Charlemagne the God, as much as a troll as he still is. <laughs> and, and I as, love him. <laughs> yeah. And as much as he was a bigger troll back in the day. It is encouraging to see that brother evolve. Yes, he has. And so, he's still trying. To. And he's still trying. He sometimes still does come short, but you can That's see all. the growth. And if he can do it, knowing how raw he was, anybody can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so shout out shout out to the brother Kevin Samuel. Keep doing your thing. We're going to use your content, of course, because you give us dialogue and conversation. But for anybody is listening, if you desire to give advice, if you desire to help people, if you desire to be a helping hand, an advocate, a coach, whatever, it is important in how you deal with people in your advice and the conversation. Your you sensitivity got to be on a thousand. On a thousand. Mm-hmm. You have to know energy. You have to know personalities. You have to know temperaments. Yes. You know, it, you. And that's what he, and I think that's what frustrates me. Yeah. Is because, you know, and maybe he does know it but decides not to use it, or maybe he thinks that it's irrelevant. But you just, you have to study the person before you can really coach them. That's a fact. You know, um, and the only way you know is by giving that advice. I mean, by yeah, asking the questions. questions. Yeah. You ask one question and you go off the handle, you're not qualified. <laughs> like, what? Like relax, yeah. Sit like, down, how, bro. what was your coaching training? Sit, <laughs> like, sit down. Um, but hey, yeah. it's good because people go to him. Yeah, and, and hopefully people will come to us. I know, right? Ooh. I mean, we've had people. Well, okay. Yeah. Hopefully more people, people 
will come to us if we're the right fit if yeah if we're the right fit we may not man we've had so many people tell us y'all version of marriage just ain't relevant yes just everybody don't like our perspective everybody don't see our marriage as i don't know what word to call it as, relevant as a, oh, well relevant everybody don't see it, and that's okay and it doesn't offend me that they don't it, it, yeah it doesn't it doesn't it never have because if it ain't guess, for you it ain't for yeah, you yeah and i think that's okay now yeah. i would i i I, cha- I would challenge them babe fix your don't turn i'm trying to look at you <laughs> you need me to adjust your chair no so it's, you okay. it's okay it's okay now i would challenge them uh-huh. because if you want to look at the broad scheme of things you have marriage in this country that does not work yeah but then you can see an example of marriage that does work uh-huh. if the statistics are high for divorce and marriages that don't and ours is currently with how we're doing and projected to continue to go why not look at it to say maybe there's something i am not seeing Maybe I should be open to trying it you guys' way. Or they have different levels of thresholds of tolerances. You know, like females that I talk to who do not, you know, look at our marriage at a certain way, you know, thinks that I shouldn't have stayed through an affair. Because that's a deal breaker for them, you know. Um, It's just different nuances and different you know things people expect in a relationship and you have some people that come in because they understand the rawness and the in the process of marriage and relationships that people go through you know because because life is hard yeah you know how many times you've been knocked down in life Mm -hmm. but you get second third fourth 18th chances yes you got to look at marriage like life Think think about you being canceled the first time you make a mistake, mm-hmm. or a business, or in business. Yeah, but you, you, your failure is is meant to be learned from. Yeah, and you evolve and grow from it. Right, not condemned and sent to hell behind it. Right, but that's what people I feel like do when it when they have these standards for relationships because they don't understand the process of growth in relationship. They don't understand that failing forward i'm not sure if i'm trying to quote um john maxwell but there's a process to failing forward and that's just to give an example of you learning who you are in the process and you are you're failing because you know you found a path that didn't work trying to achieve something that is working i think that's rick warren that's rick warren i think it's one of them it's one of but them. failing yeah. forward is actually a process and the people that fail forward like you can't talk to anybody who has arrived to a certain financial status or a certain uh a status as a person that didn't have failures to get there right. and but we don't see the failures we see the success Mm-hmm. You know, when people see our relationship and our marriage to those that do, you know, try to glean from us or whatever, they'd be like, man, y'all went through all that. I'm like, uh, yeah. yeah, because there's a maturing process. There's a proving process. There's a breaking process. There's a developing process. And when people first get married or people expect the marriage to be this one way, but they don't take account the variances, the winds, the storms, the rain, you know, they don't take into account the hiccups that come along the road. Facts. And those hiccups mean somebody made a mistake. Facts. You know, 
And plug, not a shameless one because I'm meaning to do it. We actually have had conversations like this, and you can actually check those out on the multiple platforms that I said earlier. (laughs) On Spotify and uh, Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts, we we, we talk about this very conversation on uh, uh, multiple episodes. I can't even think about the names, but go check them out. Plug real fast. Yeah, my coworkers are laughing at me every time I do that one conversation. It. Yeah, but, <laughs> like yeah. you get a thirty second, uh, uh, thirty second um, uh, commercial. That's what they say. Um, but it takes it takes work. You you just can't sit here and and think that you're going to arrive. We still ain't there. Still ain't fourteen years, and and we we have not arrived because you never will. That's not how life works. And if you're not looking to do better than you did before then you're not looking to grow and evolve. And a marriage is just like that. Right. You have to do better than you did before. And be- in, in that process, in that time frame of before, some falls and failures and mess-ups are there. And if you're not making the mistakes, and if you're not failing, there is an issue. There is an issue. <laughs> that's there is a issue. bigger problem if you're not failing at something. That relationship is beyond superficial. Beyond. Like I, it, 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 it weirds me out when I hear people say, well, I've never heard my parents argue. That doesn't mean they didn't argue. That don't mean they didn't argue. And why would you think that that is the cusp of what a relationship should be? No relationship goes through periods where they don't argue. I can't think of any relationship, rather it's an associate or a friend that I've never argued with. Or disagreed or with. Or disagreed with. You, that's how you solidify your relationship. Most you, people don't see it that way. You, 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 you go through things. You go through turmoil. You go through disagreements. So you can learn about that person. You learn their boundaries. And that person learns about and you. And that person learns about you. Mm-hmm. If you never went there before, you're superficial. And I won't trust you. If Meaning that you're there. pretentious. Facts. You know. I and trust. I have allowed myself to be pretentious in certain relationships um rather relationships with family or friends or whatever i know i do that with coworkers. but then it comes to a point where i blow up (laughs) 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 because i have suppressed the way i feel and i'm like you know yes okay you know you know (laughs) how i do and then I'll vent to Jonathan, you know, I'll practice these conversations that I say I'm going to have. And then when I get there, it never comes out the right way. But then it comes that one situation where I go from zero to 50 million. To a hundred real quick. And, yeah, it's, and it's over. <laughs> like, like, really. But I think that's pretty much it um, for today. Unless you have something else to add. We wanted to bring a recap of... Uh, where we are. Oh, and by the way, I did have to take um, this next quarter off of school. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Where my sound effect at? Where my, what a plot? Oh. You clapping <laughs> that I have to take a semester off of school? I am. I am really upset about not being able to go to school um, because I feel like it's setting me back. We're going to always argue about but, this. But um, my health is important. And yep. the less amount of time I have to sit at a desk and all of that um, can help me recover faster. Yes. So and health is wealth. And not only that, your mental health. Yes. You got to keep stress, the blood pressure down. Facts. And yes. knowing how to juggle the multiple things that we're trying to juggle. 
you know, with the book and with the podcast and, you know, with the coaching manual that we want to create and, yeah, I you can't know, do everything. Can't do everything. I really try to be superwoman. Can't, man. You got to prioritize. But down. But yeah, Apex. so because I'm off of school this quarter, I do look forward to going back in the spring full force. If people don't try to stop me from being great. Man, just as long as we can accomplish what we set to accomplish um, up until that time. Um, but yeah, because I'm still on track to graduate next year, 2022. Big facts. Um, I don't know. It's really important to me is one of my things that I'm doing for myself and, um, and to, you know, to get my family where I desire, we desire to take us. Um, so it's going to happen, but, but because I have to take a break, I have to focus on my recovery and I have to focus on. Um, my family, our children, Ava needs attention. She has extra doctor's appointments because of the scoliosis we brought up earlier. Um, so I had to choose something to take off my plate, and that had to have been it. So. And it's not like you're not going back. I know. I, I, if you could, you know, take that. I can't. I ain't gonna say that because it might your coworkers may be watching. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to choose work or school. I yeah. can't sit at the computer the amount because you guys don't know. Oh my god! Um, I've been at a computer for the last maybe year, maybe anywhere between eighteen to twenty hours a day. Man, and, and if I could get her pill bottles and set them i, I think i should picture have. last night because i was in pain and i couldn't sleep you put the bed down i did because when i woke up the bed was down i, I last night i was trying to sleep at an elevation so i didn't have to lay all the way down but i, I was i, I hit so, that button i hit that flat button on that remote real quick then you must have did that after i dozed off yeah you were snoring oh because when i sleep elevated then i hurt real bad oh but we should have got the split like you wanted but um Yo, but yes coming. <laughs> so um yeah i don't know i'm trying you trying to we gonna we gonna make it happen because, so One yeah thing at so a time. i couldn't do both school and work so because i have to work i had to let school go to take me from behind the computer screen for a long period of time because i was not aware until physical therapy that me even sitting straight up like this mm -hmm. i and holding my neck up straight without relaxing it i am using all these muscles that's a fact. I was like, I'm not even moving. It was like, you're still using it. That's all about the balance and keeping your dirt heavy head straight. <laughs> um, so I've, I'm taking away break from school to cut down on my time in my office. And be able to relax and, and to be, be a normal adult. I've been trying to get her to do drugs and drink alcohol like normal adults do, and she doesn't do it. Yeah, because I have to stay alert and cognizant. Y'all and uh, whoever on the live with us now, can y'all comment what y'all use um as as a codependent co and coping mechanism? Cause I told her an average of, I I drink I I I drink bourbon. I I I won't say I love I love bourbon. You I love do. bourbon, <laughs> but I use it to cope. I I do I do on top of me talking and about to go into therapy to talk because I got a, a whole lot of things that I've dealt with in my childhood, in my past, but me being deployed in Afghanistan and having, you know, he has post-traumatic stress. He does. You know, just the struggles and the stresses of life of being a, a father and a husband and continuing to go when things are not my way and not being in a place in life where I, I want to be. 
I want to sleep at night. So, I, you know, I take, you know, a little drink. That's my coping mechanism. I know other people that smoke weed. Other people pop pills. That's their thing, right? Mine is drinking. She does nothing. And I've been trying to like, babe, and I've been trying to get her on different drinks. And we've at least settled on that, you know, Crown Royal Apple mm. is her drink of choice. But she refuses to drink it. Pretty much. <laughs> so like, because I don't like none of that stuff. How do you cope? Like, I just, well, I don't I get it. Well, I recently had to start taking my pet pain medications more seriously. Um, after the accident, I didn't take a break from work or school immediately um, because I was trying to be super person. Actually, I thought the pain was going to subside. I thought, like, after the first week or so, I thought, you know, the swelling's going to go down. You can't treat this like a pregnancy. I know you have five kids. I know. But this- <laughs> and um, so what I... I didn't take care of myself first. I was worried. One of my bosses was out on paternity leave, and I didn't mm-hmm. want to bring him back. And I was like, I just pushed through, pushed through. And so one of the muscle relaxers that I was prescribed, I wasn't taking regularly because I felt like I couldn't be, I couldn't function like I needed to at work. So I started skipping the dosages, and I was still working long hours and still trying to continue my doctorate course that I was in at the time. And then the week of December 15th, I went to the doctor. I could barely move. I was just, my blood pressure was super high to the point where my doctor panicked. And um, my blood pressure was high because at that point on December 15th, I was enduring that pain for a month and my body just wasn't having it. And I wasn't sleeping because I couldn't sleep through the pain and take the medicine to wake up in the morning. So uh, she subscribed me some serious. Is are they narcotics? Yeah. Okay. If I if I gotta give my license. Oh, to pick up my <laughs> to pick up your pills. <laughs> yeah. So she I'm did about that. to leave. Like y'all ain't about to. Well, y'all put keep so the tabs My sell, doctor put no me pills. on FMLA with the high doses pain medicines to get my pain level down, so I could lower my blood pressure. And then I had these other medicines for the migraines I was having and the nausea because of the the pressure on this nerve in my neck. It just caused it was just a spiral. Right. And so I had to learn how to rest. So I had to withdraw from school and all of that jazz that I really didn't like to do. But I have to take care of myself. And that's what I'm trying to learn for 2021. Self-care. Self-care. That's what I have to do. Self love is the best love. Yeah. And your love. I'm trying. <laughs> Look, you got a couple people that commented. Uh, uh, we cognac and yoga for myself. <laughs> I need and, to do yoga. Somebody was telling me that if I, because I just go to physical therapy and I, you know, do my little exercises with, because I can look this way better than I can look this way. And somebody was telling me I need to do yoga. But just I want to I want to make mention ginger in my tea. Now, yep. now even with me giving those options, she directly went to yoga and ignored weed <laughs> and cognac. This woman is a trip. I don't know why she has these internal resolves. Those ain't me, man. I, I but they help. Yeah. Make, <laughs> I'm not even going to address that <laughs> at this time. Just saying. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, it's it's we we adults, you know, we 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 go through our own stresses, and unfortunately, we have to cope because if you don't, 
you will drive yourself insane. I started taking melatonin. But they don't work. They sure don't work. They don't help me sleep. I don't got the strong, the Ollie, I think it's called, and the strong 10 milligrams it has. Then I took stuff like three or four of them and still couldn't go to sleep. Still don't work. But when, but managing my pain, I can't rest better. I just can't and wait stress. to last minute to uh, to take the pills, which I don't like taking the pills. Pill popper. Uh, I don't hate stop taking em. pills. Uh, but I think that's it for today. Uh. Right, honey? If you want to get up. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I'm ready to go lay down. <laughs> You're trying to rush. Well, as you get uh, better, we have more uh, in, engaging conversations and topics like we usually do. I told her we're going to do away with the time cap. Me investigating and researching podcasts, there is no time caps. You talk until it's over. Mm-hmm. So we got to keep the time limit here because she's still recovering. And she's doing the best she can do. And I did good you. today. You did good today, honey. Mm-hmm. You did good. But I appreciate you guys for sticking in with us. Yes. Keeping up with us. Yes. And um, you know, hold on, hold on. You know, I gotta. You know, I gotta play our outro music. You know, sticking in with us. Oh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Said lavender should help. Deep breathing help when I have migraines. Yes, somebody did tell me about that. Thank you, Octavia. Same time next week, Sunday noon. We're gonna keep this time frame. If we have to adjust, we'll let you guys know. Yes. Everybody in the group again, keep the conversations going. Yes. Keep sharing, posting, engaging. Share the group. Yes. Get this group as big as we possibly can. Uh, we love y'all. We love I appreciate you. the support, and we'll catch y'all next Sunday at 12. Next Sunday. Peace easy. Peace.